Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it may be, wherever you are. My name is Pastor Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Rama's Weekly Podcast. I'm here with Tony McKinnon. We call him T-Mac, and we're enjoying a, a beautiful May Day. May Day. Uh, once again, we love to hear from you. Um, you know, the best way to, to, to talk to us is to send us an email, podcast at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. And if you'll just send us an, an email and, and tell us some, how much you like the program, how much you don't like the program, things you, you would like to hear on the program. And, you know, and once again, we do know you want some more ladies to come on the program. And, and we're working on that. You know, we're going you know, we, we're gonna to get some more ladies on, on the program. You know, it is Granny's Attic, by the way. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. So we, we'd love to hear from you that way. Also, you can like us on social media, at, um, uh, Rayma Podcast um, on Instagram and Facebook. And, and so today we have a special podcast right now. Um, and so we actually have decided to do a podcast with our third year pastors group. And so what we're going to do is we're going to put them all in what we call the hot seat. Right. We're going to ask them, you know, you know, kind of the story, first of all, to give them Give us your name and where you're from, and you know, talk to you about you know about Rama, you know why you're here, and and different things like that. But uh, you know, it's 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 good to hear from Rama students. Yes, you, you know, um, I mean, obviously, you know, we always you know tell you if you're interested in learning more about the Word of God or interested, in you you feel that you're called to full time ministry, rbtc.org, and if you'll just go there, there's plenty of information there you can read online. Also, we encourage you to. Give us your email and, and to, to give us your information, and we're going to have one of our student ambassadors give you a phone call, talk to you about Rayma, send you more information, you know, and hopefully set up an, um, a, a time for maybe you can come on, on campus and, and visit us because there's something about being on campus. Absolutely. Amen. So what we're going to do is, is we're going to, you know, have a number of students. We're going to put them in the hot seat, and it's going to be like, kind of like popcorn. Yeah, rotate you them know, through. You know, and, 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 you know, you know, one thing that we also do here at Rama in, in, is, you know, well, in the second and third year is, is we, we have um, a time where, where they can, what we call them lab classes, where they can speak, you know, they, they get to speak the word, but they, they're, they're limited on their time. Right. And so that's what we're going to kind of do here. We're going to limit them to about five minutes or whatever, you know, and, and not like we're going to jerk someone off right at five minutes exactly, you know, because you know, that would kind of be mean and rude. You know, but we'll maybe they'll shuck their chairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will have Cliffy to knock the chair over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cliff says he's just going to mute the mute yeah. the mic. Yeah, maybe you know, maybe the Gong Show. You the know, Gong or, Show. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe we can blow a shofar whenever they've got there to, you go. the five it. minute mark. I said five minutes up, shofar. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have Cliff has. You've a come too far for the shofar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, what we're going to do is is we're, we're going to interview them um, one by one. You know, and, um, you know, I, however many we can interview during, during our podcast time, it's what we'll do. And, um, you know, we, we might do one or we might do two podcasts, depending upon, you know, you know, how much time we go. But it's kind of interesting because, you know, I think every student has, has, has their own story. Yeah. Unique story, you know, unique you know, experience. Every graduate has their own story. And these, these are, are third year students. Most of them probably did third year, you know, you know, first and second year, then right into third year. But some of them maybe took a break for a year or two or maybe, you know, like Tim, 24 years. Yeah. You know, and it is interesting, you know, to to hear people's story about Rama, and that's one reason we have this podcast is for our potential students to hear from other students and other graduates, you know, and understand what Rama is all about. You know, because obviously you can go to rbtc.org and you can watch videos and do different things like that, but 
but you don't really get the complete feel. And, and even when you come on campus, you know, you, you can talk to some students and things like that. But, but to hear people's stories, and I, I know, you know, I mean, it's really kind of cool here on our podcast to listen to people's oh, stories, yeah. you know. And, but everyone also has that same story that when they come to campus. Mm-hmm. A lot of them come for, for a college weekend, and you know, and we would love for you to come for a college weekend, but our next college weekend is in October, and you can actually come to Raymond in September. So, so you, know, you know, maybe a good time to come to campus would be for camp meeting. Yes. You know, camp meeting is the last full week um, in July. I believe it starts July the 25th. And we're 25th through the 30th. The 25th through the 30th, and I'll be preaching on the night of the 26th. That's for Monday night, correct? Night the 26th, Monday night. Yes. It'll be an incredible mess since I'm not sure what, what we're going to preach on, but, but I, I know it's going to be behind the pulpit. I will behind be behind the pulpit. Not on the pulpit. You, know, yeah. you should do on the pulpit for Cam Eden. All right, I'm excited about our guest, and if I must say, she's here for such a time as this. Wow. Mm. Tell us about yourself. Well, if you couldn't tell by that, my name is Esther Spenson. Um, I'm not a student here currently, but I am a graduate. I actually work here at Rama Bible Church in the audio department now. Um, and so, yes, I'm here working. I graduated third year pastors two years ago now. But before that, I was actually a student in Rama, Australia. Correct, yes. For three years. Um, and so that's a whole story of like, how am I here in the base church and like I was in Australia first well my parents and grandparents so I'm also a third generation Rama alumni now and so that's, that's cool awesome. but um you know I grew up here in the church from when I was born I was raised here for many years but then we my family moved to Sweden that's also another thing. I'm Swedish. <laughs> and so I come from all different places. And, but growing up, you know, I grew up here. My parents worked here for over 20 years. And, you know, being in a Christian family, God, Jesus was a part of my life. And I just grew up that way. But then, you know, when you grow up, you kind of start expanding your horizon or whatever. Um, yeah and so there was like a period in my life that I had a little walking away from God I guess Mm -hmm. and you know I hit a dark spot in my life just really depressed and all that and one day I just was fed up with everything Um, but at the time I was just by myself one day and God just showed me where my life was heading Mm -hmm. and I was heading down a rough path and I knew that and right away I knew I don't want that and I was scared and I didn't know what to do and just one day it was actually on my birthday my parents were like we want to help you Mm -hmm. but in it's so funny because I was like raised and they taught me everything but at that time that was all. I didn't have my own relationship with God. And so they're like, we want to help you. And so they were good friends with the Caminettis. And so they just told me, they're like, well, would you want to go to Australia and go to their school just to try it out? 
And at the time, I was like, no, Bible school was not anything mm. I wanted to do. But, you know, I just took it. I was like, no, I don't think so. But then I had that quiet time with myself and the Holy Spirit because go. I had the Holy Spirit in me, but I hadn't had like that relationship for a long time because I got filled with the Holy Spirit here when I was little, mm -hmm. but not anything I did anything with. Maintained it. Yeah. Maintained it. Forever. And just in that quiet time, it was like speaking to me. He's like, no, you need to go. And out of a leap of faith, because I had no idea what I was doing, I picked up my life within one month and went to Australia. And from there on, my life was completely changed. Uh, and it's been amazing. Like Bible school just will change your life. Yeah. And I don't regret it at all. At the time, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but here we go. And from there on, I now, I started helping out in the church with sound and stuff like that. And the person at the time recognized that gifting in me that I had for sound. And after that, I pursued schooling, went to school for sound. And then it led to me having a job here at Rama, and, awesome. and I never thought like I would have that. So being able to give back to where I was brought up is everything to me right now. Hey, man, that's awesome. And so would you say having attended one of our international schools and also here uh, the, the main campus here in, in Broken Era, uh, would you say that it's the same spirit of fate, same DNA? Yes. Like, we talk about it all the time. We're just one big family. There you go. And it's not just here at campus, but I'm so thankful that Rama has spread all across the globe. Amen. Like Pastor tells us, Rama's a word, Rama's a place, Rama is a worldwide family. Amen. Oh, wow. Thank you, Esther. I call her Esther Grace. You know, from the South, we've got to use your whole name. Yep. And so give her a hand. All right, our next next guest here, uh, I will I will preempt her. Uh, she hails from my home state, and so I'll let her tell more about specifically where she's from. Tell us about yourself and how you got to Raymond, a little bit about your journey, your yes. testimony. Yes, yeah, so my name is Taylor Brown, and I come from Rome, Georgia, so I'm from the northern part of Georgia, yeah, from yeah, the but, mountains. Yeah, 200-something miles north of where I'm from. We're from two different worlds. Yeah, two, two different, different worlds. worlds of Georgia. Yeah. Yes, but I come from Cornerstone Church of Rome, and so kind of how my journey to Rama is my worship pastor. She kind of like took me under her wing mm -hmm. and really mentored me, and so, so grateful. So grateful to have someone in your corner that's just mentoring you, um, and she... Tell me everything about Rama. She came to Rama. She's a grad and alumni now. She's the worship pastor at my home church where I come out of. And I knew from a very young age that I don't think I would necessarily say I knew I would pursue ministry, but I knew I would always play a heavy part in the local church, whether it's just being a volunteer, something right. as simple as that. And so she began to really tell me about Rama and what it is. I was like, okay, like, that's awesome. And so I kind of just like put it on the shelf. And then as I kind of got older, it kept coming back up. And so eventually, every quiet time with the Lord, 
gave me direction. You're supposed to go to Rama. I was like, awesome. But it's so funny because even though he told me I was supposed to come to Rama, it's like I didn't really like study the history of the school mm-hmm. or like how it got started. Like I came here, I really didn't. I wasn't really sure that there like two brother Hagens. Like I didn't know there were two of them. Like two. You Kenneth didn't know Hagans. the secret handshake or the language or anything. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so funny. And so. It's pretty much how I got led here. It was just by my worship pastor, just someone pouring into my life. Yeah. And I'm forever grateful for her. Yes. Amen. So so your third year pastors yes. now? Okay. Did and so you went right out of second into third. Yes, so that's I did. the track you choose. Mm-hmm. What's yes. next? Actually I'm doing fourth year worship. Fourth year worship. So that was not planned. Right. So I also my testimony is if anyone's listening, never say never. Never say never. Every time I said never. I've done it. And you're engaged, right? Yes. Yeah. See, this, this Rainbow Bridal Training Center also. Uh, so yes. that's awesome. Thank yes. you, Taylor. Thank Give you. her a hand. <laughs> and I know, I know this next gentleman, and he is, uh, I'll, I won't steal his thunder. I can tell you about his family, but, but tell us your background. Where, how, how, how'd you get to Raymond? Where'd you come from? Yeah. You know, I mean, we beamed you guys in from somewhere. Uh, talk to me. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for having me for this and it's just an honor to even talk about this this is a huge deal um so my story for rama really began when i was 11 years old when i first came here uh to go to camp meeting and i remember going to the youth services and being touched by the holy spirit and just knowing that this was a place for me to go to college one day and so um it really began to pick up though when i was 17 years old is when i absolutely fell in love with jesus and his word and um, I was still just seeking the Lord is either going to be Rama or another school. Um, but I knew for a fact it was supposed to be Rama. Mm-hmm. So in the midst of that, of just pursuing the Lord and, um, and just being with him, uh, one by one, people in my family started to fall in line for the same thing that my heart was going after. And so uh, by the year of 2015, my first brother came up to me. He said, hey. I had this in my heart and I just feel like I'm supposed to go with you to Rama. I was like, oh, awesome. I got a roommate and I got it all worked out. I was one of my best friends already. And then right after that, my older brother comes up to me and says the exact same thing. And then he gets married and brings his wife yeah. with him to come to Rama. And then after that, um, my mom, my dad, my adopted brother, Chris, and my little sister all said the exact same thing. And they all attended <laughs> Rama with me for my first two years and it was just absolutely incredible um so yeah and, and i don't think you told him your name last oh nathan nathan tg yeah, nathan TG. i love the tg family they've all i've watched them all come through here you're the only one left in school only one yeah, yeah. It's fourth, year fourth year and final year awesome <laughs> and where did you guys come from originally st louis missouri st louis missouri yep and you found your wife yeah, I did. Fiance. My fiance. I Connor. think I embarrassed your second term. <laughs> I, I asked him in class, "Have you have you put a ring on her finger yet?" And yeah, you turned a little red. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I was, I was coming actually. Through, yeah, I, I was. Just came up, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was coming up with plans. I wanted to totally surprise her. Yeah, yeah, and I kind of blew so, that. No, no. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Awesome. So, yeah. what would you say to somebody like you considering coming to Rama? Yeah, um, do it. I mean, really, this is a place for one. It is where God has in mind and in his heart for the end time move of God. There you go. And you want to be a part of this family, you know. And for someone like me, my family, we had it pretty well set up back in St. Louis. Like my dad was the general manager of a mm-hmm. business. We all worked with him. So we all had set jobs. My mom had her own company and everything. But the scripture came to my heart when I was uh, contemplating what to talk about. And we sold everything. We sold a 
pretty nice house. We got rid of everything to come down to Tulsa. We broke, 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 broke an arrow. Broke an arrow. And our house when we first came down here was not that nice at all. <laughs> but it was so, we had so much joy in just giving away everything to the Lord. I mean, really, we started out with jobs and making just 10 bucks an hour as everyone in our family. But this is the scripture that came into my heart, and it's Matthew 13, verse 44. It says, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid, and for the joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Yeah. You know, there's, there's this, there's, many people have these testimonies coming from all around the world to sell what they have to give away to the Lord. And this, this is an amazing place to sow your life into, and, they're gonna, and you're going to reap an awesome harvest from it. So I highly encourage you, do it. You won't regret it. All right. You know, this is kind of a wonderful time, Tony. It, it's just great he- hearing from, from, from different students. Now we got our next one coming up. Um, you know, can you tell us where you're, where you're from and, you know, how you got to Rama? Okay. Um, my name is Christiana. But I'm known as Tiana. Everyone knows me as Tiana. Tiana. So every time my name, my full name is seen, they're like, who's Christiana? It's me. It's, I'm Tiana, <laughs> Christiana. But um, I lived, I'm, I'm born in Singapore. I was born in Singapore. And I lived in Dubai before this. So I moved down to Dubai to work and to, for a few years, for three and a half years. Uh, my job is a very interesting job before this. I was a flight attendant before this. And um, I know flight attendant to, to a Bible school, that's a huge change. <laughs> but while I was flight attending, um, my heart was drawn to God and being around the world, seeing different um, cultures, countries, you know, seeing different people. I realized that people are lost without Jesus. Yeah. They don't, you know, everywhere, wherever you go, it's the same. Without Jesus, you are empty. You are looking for something and, you know, there is a void on the inside of you. And so my heart started realizing that, um, especially since my relationship with God was getting closer and closer, I wanted to uh, just reach out, reach out to people and to just um, see people get saved. And so I started evangelizing on flights. I started evangelizing and talking to to passengers, to crew. And my heart was just, you know, being so drawn into it. And I wanted to do ministry after I finished my contract with my company. I wanted to do full-time ministry. And God told me that I had to go to a Bible school. So I I didn't want to study anymore, to be honest, to be transparent. I didn't want to study. And I knew that God said, no, you had to train first. So I was like, okay, God, lead me to what Bible school you want me to go to. I've never heard of Rayma. I've never heard of um, wonderful Kenneth Hagen. I've never heard of him as well. So what I did was I went to Google and I Googled Bible schools in America. Oh, wow. And there was a full list. There was Hillsong, there was Bethel, there was Victory and all these different schools. And right at the bottom was Rayma. I clicked on each one of them and I was just looking through each one of them. But at the bottom, when I clicked on Rayma, something just jumped on the inside mm. of me. And it's like, I, and then I had to close it. I had to close my laptop to go for a flight. So I did go for a flight, but that Rayma page kept popping up into me, you know, in, on the inside of me. And I knew, okay, God, you're trying to tell me something. Yeah, yeah. So I did come back from my flight and I started praying for the next uh, week or so. And God told me, yeah, you need to go to Rayma. You need to go leave Dubai, pack all your stuff, bring everything with you, come down and train here. Amen. Yeah. Now, now Tiana's a little powerhouse. I remember she spoke, had to preach in my class second term, and she surprised me because she's pretty quiet generally. 
So uh, would you say God's been faithful to you making this move to the U.S. He's, to do this? He's been extremely faithful all the way through. He's provided, and it's more than just Rayma. Like it's, just, it's more than just going to school, but it's the journey that He takes you through. Mm-hmm. And you see Him walking you through from first year to second year to third year, and you see the change that happens in you. And it's not possible if not for being trained here. And so I'm extremely thankful for Rayma. I'm extremely thankful for the instructors, the the body of Christ. I, I used to always think that I should stay away from the body of Christ. I used to shun them just because mm-hmm. of experiences while growing up. But here I realized it's all about love. It's all about acceptance. It's all about um, just, you know, opening up to each other. And for the first time ever, I actually opened up my heart to uh, people, to, to, to believers. And it's not going to stop there. It's only going to get better and better. So. Amen. And so w- would you agree that um, to stay in Dubai and do an online Bible school, well, how does that measure to actually the experience of coming to campus? Um, I would say it's 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 going to be different. Yeah. I mean, being online and being present is different. You're around the anointing. You're around the you know you're present where the te- you know you're, you're you're in class day right. to day and you're you're just there around the body of Christ. And it's different. It's different when you're actually in that situation yeah. when you're in that um, like that present moment with with you know life teaching and everything it, it changes you well like yeah. you said a while ago it's part of the journey it's part of the journey amen all right yeah. well give tiana a hand that's awesome thank you. thank you all right now here back back to my left tell us a little bit about yourself uh, where'd you come from how'd god bring you to rhema a uh, little bit of your testimony okay my name is david randall i'm from tacoma washington I am 64 years 64. young. 64. Yes, 64 years young. So if you're over 60, you're retired, come to Rama. Hey Amen. That's a good plug. All right, Nick. And uh, my story starts when I was like 24, 25. I was attending a minister's meeting with my senior pastor at Casey Treats Church. Mm, yep. And uh, Brother Hagen was teaching. And I knew that I was going to sit, no matter what he was teaching, I was going to sit under his teaching. And uh, then after it was over, the pastors kicked this evangelist to the curb. I'm sitting on my motorcycle with a fat lip. <laughs> they just kicked me to the curb, Lord. They didn't invite me. Hoister said, what do you want? I said, I want to meet Brother Hagen. He said, I'll lead you right to him. Straight, right, left, forward. You see that, Denny? Yes, sir. He said, they're in there. I'm getting on my motorcycle. He says, son, I promise you, someday, if you keep pressing in, I will send you to Ramah, and you will sit under Brother Kenneth E. Hagen's ministry. I'm like, sweet. I didn't know what Raymond was. <laughs> so I walk in the restaurant, Denny's restaurant, and there sit Brother Hagen and Terry Mice. I thought, well, and I saw a snapshot picture of him before I walked in. I thought, well, get right on, Holy Spirit. So I walked up, shared my testimonies. I said, Brother Hagen. He said, yes, sir. I said, I'm going to be seeing you in the future. He said, yes, I know, young man. I was done. Did my about face and walked out 20 years later. Mm-hmm. Now, if he tells you something, not necessarily tomorrow, but 20 years later, the Holy Spirit says, son, you got to go now. I thought, what? So I left Tacoma, Washington, 2,000 plus miles and attended Rhema. And my greatest honor and privilege in my life was to sit under the apostle of faith and a true prophet of God. Brother Kenneth E. Hagen, he was the kindest, gentlest man I'd, I'd ever seen. I count that a great honor and privilege. And so you came in what year to do first year? I, 
Uh, I don't remember the first year. I just remember that I graduated 2003. 2003. And so then yes. you, 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 then you returned to do third year. In, yes. Uh, what, what year? So this past year? Yeah. Okay. 21. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Amazing. And so that, you know, who knows where God will take you in time if you're just yielding and obedient. Yes, sir. Amen. And I'm, I'm loving this, this theme of how God deals with and directs and guides and leads people to Rama. That's amazing. You, you know, Tony, I mean, it is really good to hear from all our different students. You know, everyone, I mean, they come from all over the country, you know, and, you know, and it is interesting. There's something about this place. And, you know, I, I know that we do have a special place here at Rama. And God's still calling people. And, you know, it seems that one of the best times to come to Ram is when you're going through transition. You know, and a lot of people over the last year and a half have been going through a lot of transition. You know, unfortunately, a lot of folks have lost their job or, or, or you know, or they don't know what's next. Or, or maybe some people are like, like, you know, Pastor Tim, who we interviewed the, our, our last um, um, broadcast. You know, they, they just have, they don't have the, the desire or, or the, the, you know, something. Or maybe the, the zeal. Or, or maybe, you know, maybe you're between churches, you know, or, or you're, you're maybe you've been on the traveling ministry and, and, and God's calling you and leading you in a different direction. And maybe we get to come back to go to third year because we just interviewed all our, all our third year pastors. And so once again, you know, Rhema is at least a two year school. And, and, you know, we the first two years, most of the people, they do what we call core. I don't know. The, ministry fundamentals, you know, because, you know, the first three words of fundamentals is fun. You know, so you know, ministry fundamentals, and then third year, then then they go into their group, whether whether they feel called to be a pastor you know, whether, you know, pastor um, or, or traveling minister or missionary, um, music minister or or, or um, the ministry of helps, or even they want to learn more about the Bible. And they, they go to biblical studies or we, we have my student ministries and student ministries is everywhere from nursery all the way, you know, through young adult ministries. This one smiling to my right is uh, uh, happens to be. Our previous, if you were listening, Nathan T.G.'s fiance, and she's another legacy Rama baby. And so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, How'd you get here, your family, your testimony, and what Rama's, is it good or bad? Would you recommend it, or should people run away? What? So first off, don't run. Um, run. It's pretty awesome. (laughs) So my name's Connelly Spangler, and I am a third-year pastor student. Um, I am 21 years old, and I have had Rama on my heart since a very, very young age. So actually when I was 11 years old is when I knew that I was for sure going into ministry. God spoke to me. It's the first time I ever really heard God's voice in a greater measure in that that type of area. And um, a year later uh, was when my sister actually was going to attend Rama for the first time. She is the um, first person in my family to officially attend mm-hmm. Rama. And um, when she went and she did all of her things, something sat inside of me at the age of 12. I was like, I knew for a fact I was going to go there, which I mean, God knows us. God knows how we are supposed to processing. I am a planner. I like planning things. So I had how many years? Six years to prepare myself for this. So I, yeah, going into it all, I was super excited. And I get here 2018, and the main thing, obviously, that I was really concerned about was the money aspect of it and the social aspect of it and all the areas that truly don't matter when it comes to being in Rhema. And I can I can also speak for um, everyone here about how God is so faithful. And each and every step that I took out of obedience, that every time that you do obey God, that, that faith, uh, not faith, that, that his faithfulness yeah. is always right there with He's you. Faithful. He is providing 
fighting for you every single step. So when I didn't know where money was coming from or I would hear testimonies about how God provided, uh, provided for other people, I was like, God, I want to be one of those people. And um, But like I said, the more that I learned about God and the more that I listened to what my instructors were saying and just even being around an environment like this, you know, it is, it is such a rich history of the moves of the spirit and just there's different ways that God has come through for different people. We're a, a, a faith church, you know? Yeah, so it's like to being to be around this type of environment, it is almost impossible to not soak up some of the amazing qualities that have just been deeply grounded in where we are. So learning about faith, learning about having to apply it, that, that God does come through, like multiple situations came through for money, that random times someone's like, hey, I'm paying for your tuition. Like, well, they didn't say who it was, so whoever that was, thank you. But <laughs> um, I, I mean, so many different times, it's just like jobs. That That's a huge thing I've heard so many people deal with. Like, God, I don't know how to go out there, get a job, where to live. Each and every single time that I stayed faithful to my relationship to God and spending time with God and just fellowshipping with him, that each and every single time a job was provided, the next the next payment was provided. So it's just the simple act of obedience and stepping out is the most crucial thing. Amen. To, that to faithfulness all, so. of God. Yeah. That's yeah. your theme. For real. Amen. He's and real I'm, good. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember the last seven years I've either taught or been able to help guide some of your sisters so mm-hmm. let me let me see if i can name them all for Uh-oh. all k's all k's uh, uh, family so, of nine here we so are carissa mm-hmm. uh kirsten uh-huh. kiria mm-hmm. and Curia. you're there we go yeah, and, so I think <laughs> and then caitlin yeah. so yeah once again i haven't one crossed caitlin's path but yes, all the rest she of went to you. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she once missed, again if you're listening oh, yeah. you missed it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like i said all of them came here and i and even from um the aspect of how they are doing now, kind of like later down in the road, they are all just so phenomenally grounded in their faith still, you know? So it's like, it's not something like, I mean, some people can lose their experience and stuff like that, but if you really take hold of your experience Mm -hmm. here, if you really listen to your classes, you really get involved with things, then the stuff that we learn here will stick. It really will. And once again, I have a testimony of my five sisters, four sisters, sorry, (laughs) four, uh, well, you know, five, but the four that came here, uh, the four sisters that did come here that, um, they are still super grounded in their faith messages. And, and I I don't know, it's pretty awesome. Amen. And shout out to, to her mom and dad. Oh man. Uh, they, they, uh, they obviously did awesome job and they did not graduate from uh, Raymond Bible training Mm -hmm. college, but they're in the ministry Mm -hmm. and we have an avenue for whereby, uh, when someone has exhibited, uh, a, a commitment and a loyalty over yeah. time to Ramos and its mandate, uh, and they're in the ministry, they can apply and receive credentials with us. And I'm proud to say that her mother and father both carry RMAI credentials. I love and them. So shout out to them. <laughs> Amen. That's great, Connelly. Yeah. Thank you. Give her a hand. Absolutely. All right. Our next guest, tell us about yourself. Where'd you come from? Uh, you know, how old are you? God, has God forsook you while you've been at Rama? <laughs> he has not. He's been faithful. <laughs> I came to Rama. Um, God, about three years ago, God dropped it in my heart that I'm going to go back to school and be an LPN. And my parent, my mo- my mom was an RN. I was like, I'm going to go back and get my RN. So I'm preparing to go back to school. And my aunt called me up and she said, Sister, have um, you thought about going back to school? And I said, Yeah. And she said, Well, I think that God wants you to go to Rama. And I said, What are you talking about? I'm getting ready to go to RN school. And she said, No, I think that God wants you to go to a seminary school. So I prayed it out and I said, Well, you know being a little anxious that I was, I was like, if you'll hold my hand and take me in there. Now I'm 48 years old. 
but I needed a hand holding. And so she, we came up here and she's like, do you have money? And I was like, I'm moneyless. And she said, let's see what God can do. Mm-hmm. And so, um, we came up here and I started two weeks late. I was on the, on the, uh, pastor Doug Jones train of starting <laughs> late and, um, God has carried me through. He has brought, um, tuition. He has provided all my finances for my home. He, I have, um, little to no credit took me right down here to the dealership got me a brand new 2020 car um attending raymond never missed a payment god is good praise the lord third year pastoral and so what would you say to somebody that's 48 right i'm 48 and and maybe they're at a place of transition in their life would you recommend raymond i most definitely would there's been a lot of healing that has taken place within myself um at a young age i was um, baptized in the holy spirit and I've always communed with God, but I didn't, I guess I just didn't really realize I was just, I just knew I had a knowing and it always came within. And um, since I've been here, I know now that that was God always communing with me. Amen. And it has grown, it has grown stronger and it's just cultivating and growing inside. You will just grow and Praise blossom. If you want to find more about Rama Bible Training College, if you'll just you know, go, go to your computer or your device and you go to rbtc.org. On rbtc.org, there's all kinds of information about Rama. Actually, a little video or two you can watch a little bit about what's going on here on campus. And then if you'll give us your information, we're going to have one of our student ambassadors give you a call, talk to you about Rama, um, send you some more information, and hopefully schedule a tour for you so you can come to campus and, and, and visit us here at Rama Bible Training College. You know, Rama is a wonderful place, and, and we're training men and women around the world. We have 272 Bible schools in 52 nations. It might be 72 or 75. I can't remember right now, uh, right off the top of my head. You know, but, but we just actually approved um, two more Bible schools. And, you know, once we approve them, sometimes it takes two or even three years to even get them off the ground. But, but, but our, our newest schools are in the Congo. And so it's kind of a pretty cool place. So maybe some of you want to go, you know, listen to from, from us. You live in the Congo. Um, Raymond's coming to you. And I tell you what, um, and Vidar and for Rain McKenna, I mean, he sent a group over there and, and, and he sent him some videos, man. I mean, they, they went on these dirt roads for miles upon miles upon miles upon miles to preach the gospel. And, and it's, and it's so incredible. They were able to, to minister on a Christian radio station there. And, and, and I mean, they're real excited there in the Congo. And so, you know, coming soon, I'm not sure exactly when it's going to open, but we have two schools opening in the Congo. So. Amen. What well, we like to end today's broadcast, like we end every broadcast here at Raymond, we're bringing hope, health, and healing to the world. 